And welcome to the Coaches Show, sponsored by the Campus Lounge on ESPN 1600. I'm Jay Stickney and joined by Denver Hockey Head Coach David Carl. Coach, uh, went into uh, what has been a very difficult place for the Pioneers to win. That's the loss in Ice Arena in Kalamazoo, Michigan, taking on Western Michigan. And uh, you won the first night to get off that uh, four-game skid. Uh, lost the second night uh, despite a a uh, relentless comeback and uh, yet you find yourself still ranked number three in the national polls and still number three in the all important pairwise rankings. The only thing that uh, really changed is with North Dakota sweeping Duluth, you now find yourself one point back in the NCHC standings. Yeah, it was a uh, very competitive weekend for us. And um, you know, you, you made mention of it. It's, you know, the last two times we went there was, uh, it was very different outcomes. Uh, you know, back in 2018, I believe we, we were the team blowing, um, well, not necessarily the Western blew their lead, but, uh, we blew two, three goal leads, I believe, um, last time we were there. And, uh, then the most previous time and, uh, the 1920 season, it was, it was a real ugly weekend of hockey for us. So, um, to go in there and, you know, we have a lot of new faces. So, you know, we weren't real concerned about, you know, how our team would respond in that environment based on the fact that I believe only three or four of our players had actually been on that team that, that lost both those games back in the nineteen twenty season because of the roster turnover we've had. And so um, I thought our guys really embraced the environment. It's electric in there um, with the loss and lunatics or student section. And I thought our guys did a really nice job thriving on that and um, played very well for, for most of the weekend. We had a, obviously a very poor, you know, five, six minute stretch there in the second period, something that we've done to teams many times this year. And it was done to us when the league got extended from two to one to five to one. And um, again, give our guys a ton of credit for the fight and uh, the competitive spirit to fight back and get it to five, four. And um you know, disappointing not to get it all the way back, but I think we showed a lot of fight amongst our group there um, on the weekend. Yeah, Denver wins uh, Friday night four to one, and then you come back on Saturday, and, and like you said, you're down five to one, and really the turning point uh, was when you pulled the goaltender, Magnus Krona, uh, to try to give your team a spark. I uh, went with the Backup goaltender uh, Matt Davis, who hadn't played in a while but played very well, um, he scored three consecutive goals between the second period and the third. And you know, I really thought one of the turning points in the game was that last minute of that second period when it looked like on two or three occasions you were going to put the puck in the net to go down by only one going into the locker room and couldn't get it done. And it, it just seemed like um, at that moment. Um, you know, I really thought if, if Denver puts that goal in right there that they, they go on to win the hockey game. Yeah, I mean, it was, I believe, the Brink penalty had, had just expired, so he came out of the box. Um, we were actually stuck in our own end there for a little bit and um, got our changes. Gutman and, and Savoy got on the ice, and uh, they really, I mean, they just went to work in the offensive zone and uh, possessed pucks, and while, uh, you know, then it looked like what we had for, you know, so much of second periods all year, you know, the puck comes out in the neutralized. They're really tired from a long D zone shift. 
uh, we quickly counter and Savoy and Brink are in, you know, on kind of a, a quasi, you know, two on O. Uh, don't get the goal, but then find Gutman on the back door and he just misses. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, and I know you said it in the post game, uh, felt like if that second period could have went another, you know, three, four minutes, uh, we could have got it to five, four. Um, but again, you go into the room, you know, still feeling pretty good. You're within range uh, with this team. Two goals is very, you know, uh, doable. And you go up for a shift, you draw a penalty, score on the power play, you make it five, four with, you know, 17, 18 minutes to go. I, I just, there was never a moment that we thought that we were going to lose the game until uh, the Frank empty net goal went in. And uh, for that, you know, our, the guys have a ton of confidence and, um, you know, we, we don't, we certainly don't go away regardless of what the score is. And that's ultimately you lose the game, but that's a really good sign. Yeah. I mean, really the only negative that came out of the weekend is, is the fact that, uh, you know, every now and then you want a little help from your neighbors and Minnesota Duluth unable to uh, help at all at home against North Dakota. So they are now one point ahead of Denver for the Penrose cup. There are four games remaining in the regular season. You go to Omaha for two games, and now Western Michigan goes to North Dakota. So you'd you now go from uh, you know just like the weekend before uh, playing an opponent, and then uh, hoping that they uh, come through for you on the other side. Yeah, North Dakota is going to get sick of watching us um, because they they played uh, Duluth after us. Now they're playing Western, then they'll play Omaha. Um, so <laughs> they'll get three straight weekends of seeing. <laughs> Uh, the pioneers and, um, you know, ha having not seen them since November, um, you know, on the league schedule, it, that's a lot of, of us that they're seeing. And yeah, it is funny. I mean, every time we're playing someone uh, the next weekend, you immediately uh, start cheering for them uh, just because of the, the Penrose race. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's certainly not something that we are, um, you know, focused on solely, um, you know, the national tournament is obviously a much bigger uh, prize that, that we focus on. But uh, to win the Penrose and have an opportunity to be in this race and play meaningful hockey games right now, um, chasing something, um, I think is really good for our team and um, learning how to uh, win big games in key moments and, and being a, a real tight, you know, playoff race, even though, um, you know, it's, it's not the ultimate trophy that we want. You have to learn how to win. And I think that's, that's the really cool part about the next four games is we have to, we get an opportunity to do that. And, um, you know, we're excited for that opportunity. Well, the, the one big thing that came out of the weekend uh, too, is uh, both Denver and North Dakota, the first two teams in the conference to clinch home ice in the first round. And, you know, going into this season where it really looked like, St. Cloud was the uh, overwhelming favorite as the defending national champs with, I mean, defending national uh, runner-up with uh, so many players back. Uh, and yet uh, Denver and North Dakota at the top two. And, and how important is it to, to you guys to, to know you're going to be at Magnus Arena for that first round? Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, tickets go on sale this Tuesday. Um, you know, by the show's airing, they, they might already be on sale. And um, obviously, you know, Magnus has been such a, uh, a home ice, you know, advantage for us this year. Um, you know, with the record we have and the confidence we have in the building and on our ice. So um, to be able to clinch and, and clinch this early, um, you know, with still four games to go, 
again, it's a, it's a real good accomplishment for the group, um, especially when you come into the year and you you look at all the teams that have got these people back and how, you know, veteran experience they are and how young we are. And, um, you know, there's really, we felt like six teams that, that could have gotten home ice and um, to be one of the first two to clinch um, again in this conference is, is a real good accomplishment and um, gives our ticket office more time to, to sell tickets for the first round, which is uh, very important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, talking about accomplishments of uh, Bobby Brink, now the NCAA leader in scoring has been that way for almost a month now. And he uh, he's now up to 49 points and he was just named uh, NCHC Ford of the week. Uh, part of that led by uh, Friday night's power play extravaganza where Denver put up uh, three power play goals. And then he comes back on Saturday in the loss and is hugely productive as well. Yeah, I mean, um, Bob's really elevated himself, you know, in, in my opinion. And, um, you know, this six-game stretch, I think you were going to see how this team responded. And, you know, we go four and two in the six games um, against three of the top ten teams in the country. And uh, Brink was a huge part of it. I mean, he, he was productive offensively and, and responsible defensively. So, um, again, a really good sign, you know, for us to see him taking his game um, to another level and obviously earns uh, the player of the week honors this week and, you know, is building uh, even more of a, a lead and a cushion on, on the overall points lead around the nation. So um, very happy for him, proud of him and um, what he's been able to accomplish him and his teammates over, uh, you know, this season thus far. And, the best part about Bob and uh, is he's he's won every level he's been at, and um, I can tell you he's not satisfied uh, with the season yet, and he wants to keep pushing with uh, hopefully twelve more games to go here. All right, and talking about accomplishments, former Pioneer goaltender and one of my personal favorites, UC Okanora, part of Team Finland that won their first gold medal, and got to be excited for the former Pioneer going home with gold. Yeah, you see, um, great guy, uh, was a student with him for, uh, on the team for a couple years and uh, exceptional goaltender, but even better guy in the room and, and away from the rink, uh, very well liked amongst his teammates and, um, just always smiling and, uh, you know, has done very well for himself, you know, after his two year career here at Denver, um, playing, you know, over here in North America for a few years and then, uh, really an, an elite level goaltender um, over in Europe and getting the opportunity to play for Finland. And uh, he's done it in world championships now and now uh, in the Olympics, um, just a, a whole nother level and, and feat of accomplishment. So uh, yeah, real happy for UC and um, from things I've read online first, uh, I believe he's the first ever winter uh, Olympic uh, student athlete to win as a player. Um you know, I, so really, really big accomplishment for him, and uh, we're thrilled for him. All right. Well, I am with D head coach David Carl. We're going to take a break. Come back to the Coaches Show, sponsored by Campus Lounge, right here on ESPN 1600. Welcome back to the Coaches Show, sponsored by the Campus Lounge. I'm Jay Stickney, joined by Denver head coach David Carl. And, uh, Coach, um, only player that um, – uh, didn't make the trip last weekend. Uh, Jack Devine, the freshman forward, who has uh, really been productive 
um, this season, is especially in the last uh, really 10 or 12 games. Uh, he was out with an upper body injury. What's the prognosis for him getting to play next weekend at Omaha? Yeah, it's still uh, – I would say it's um... – we would have called them week to week. Um, this week we'll probably call him day to day. Um, he's making good progress. It's not a, uh, it's definitely not a season ending um, injury, um, but he's working with Aaron Lou and our medical team um, to continue to make progress. And uh, yeah, he should stay behind and, and work on his body and we'll, we'll continue to do that. We'll have uh, hopefully more of an update, you know, at the midweek point uh, of this week and, and be able to go from there. Well, you're going to travel to uh, Omaha and uh, take on the uh, Mavericks, the team that you just played. I don't say just played, but really it was, you know, about a month ago at Magnus Arena and, and handled them, uh, you know, pretty, pretty easily, five to two and four to nothing. Um, and you remember, this is the team that DU essentially ended their season last year. I know it's a season we don't really talk about. Uh, with a giant asterisk on it. But uh, again, I mean, there's got to be some feelings over there for the Mavericks that um, uh, they want a little payback against your guys. Yeah, I mean, um, the home games, you know, I thought we we played well. Um, they're a team that, you know, is a little bit, um, they've been up and down. They, they go on the road, they get swept by Miami, they come home and they they sweep St. Cloud and, um, play very well and so it is a veteran team it's guys who have been there uh, for a number of years a coach who's been there for a number of years so they have some continuity and some symmetry um, you know and I think in their building um, again if you remember the last weekend it was kind of a um, a real quick turnaround we played a Saturday Sunday um, it was announced I believe on Thursday that they were coming out and so the time to prepare for both teams is a little bit funky. And, um, you know, I, I think we're catching them playing well and playing desperate. Um, they're a team that's still very, very much in the, uh, the home ice contention um, with St. Cloud and Duluth playing each other, five, uh, what, three times of their last five here. Um, and so, you know, we're going to expect a, a really hungry team. They're, they're very good off the rush, very good special teams. Um, and their veteran group. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a really another good test uh, for us in our league against a real quality opponent. Yeah, and in their uh, sweep against St. Cloud State, five to two and five to one, Brandon Scanlon named the NCHC defenseman of the week. And then offensively, I mean, everybody knows about Taylor Ward. I mean, he's got his 16 goals and 33 points, but a lot of depth and scoring on that team. Uh, Brandon McManus, Chase Primo, and, uh, of course, former pioneer Kevin Conley. Um, a little surprising, Isaiah Seville started out as really one of the best goaltenders in the NCHC. Uh, he's played 26 of the 27 games, but, um, you know, really hasn't, uh, I guess, dominated games or won games at the level that you thought he might with the talent that he has. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and they, they played Roden um, this last Friday night. You know, for me, Seville is still um, an X factor for them. Um, yeah, they've obviously leaned on heavily this year, but they have some competition with Roden, you know, having five wins on the year. And, you know, I think Seville was out with a couple injuries or an injury, um, you know, in the 
in the maybe the first third of the year where Roden got to play some minutes. And so, um, no doubt, I mean, you may mention their their offensive firepower, and they, they certainly have that um, with the Ford group, with Ward and Weiss and McManus and Primo and uh, Conley. They had Berg. Randall's a real hard player to play against. Um, you know, so and, and Scanlon is arguably one of the best defensemen in our league. And so it's they got depth and uh, talent at all at all positions. And um, I think playing in their building, um, obviously very comfortable there. Um, and they get their last six, you know, here at home. And obviously with St. Cloud, very impressive victories um, where they dominated the game. So um, going to be a good weekend of hockey. Again, it's preparing us the right way. Uh, for playoff hockey and in the national tournament and all the things we want to do. So uh, we got to make sure we're focused and have a good week of practice here to go there and have the best chance of having success. You know, when you guys beat the Mavericks, who were ranked number 15, you know, back in mid-January, what was the the difference in the, in the two games? I mean, I, I know you won both of them, but uh, what was it um, – that allowed you guys to, to win a, at least as easily as, as it looked on the scoreboard? Yeah, I mean, I, special teams come to mind. Um, you know, I was not on the bench, uh, so I was watching from home. I remember the Sunday night game was just a plethora of uh, penalties. We went uh, 3 for 10. They went 0 for 10 on the power play. Not many times you see that, and hopefully we don't have a repeat uh, of that. And, oh. and then um, – you know, the first night, um, you know, I, I just, I thought we executed in, in key moments. And, um, you know, again, it started a period, we score a goal in the, in the second, um, you know, we respond to their goal right away to make it three, one. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was timely goal scoring. And, um, again, they're a team that can make you pay if you're high risk with the puck, if you're not hanging on to it, they can counter and transition. Um, as well as anybody. And so I think it's great. We played a team similar to that in Western Michigan. Um, this team has similar dynamic players um, that can make you pay going the other way if, if you're not careful um, with being above people and taking care of the puck. Well, Denver will go into the weekend, 22 wins, seven losses and one tie, 15 and five in the conference. Omaha 19 and 13, uh, but only nine and 11 in the NCHC. And, Coach, it's kind of hard to believe that there's only four games left in this regular season. Uh, where did it go? Yeah, it goes quick. And uh, for all the talk of COVID there in January, it, it's it's gone pretty smooth here within the league. So, um, you know, it looks very promising, obviously, that everyone's going to get all the games in and um, just a heck of a job by everybody. And um, yeah, it's 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 gone quick, but it's been a it's been a real fun year for for us as coaches, for the players and certainly our fans. And uh, four games to go in the regular season before the funnest time of the year, uh, playoff hockey, in which we're we're looking forward to hosting uh, the first round of the NCHC and also uh, the first and hopefully the second round of the NCAA's up in Loveland um, on the Thursday Saturday. We'll be up there regardless of uh, of where we're seated. So uh, a lot of playoff hockey in Colorado, um, which we're really excited for as it's been a long time for us. Yeah, and I tell you, how could it not be fun to watch this team uh, you know, leading the nation in scoring and, you know, win or lose, if you can put the puck in the back of the net. Fans love that. So do broadcasters. Yeah, it gives everyone something to cheer about or sure. talk about for you. Absolutely. 
Well, um, unfortunately for for you, you're going to have to talk to me again in Omaha on Friday and Saturday. I look forward to that, Jay, as always. All right. You enjoy your week. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. All right. That was head coach David Carl. This has been The Coaches Show, sponsored by Campus Lounge here on ESPN Denver. And we'll talk to you on Friday night.